like, why would you ever want to be overweight? Why? Why would you ever want to be broke? Why would you want to be alone if you don't want to be like, why would anybody want to be alone anyway? Unless it's just to clear your head. I love being with my wife. I love being with my family. Human beings are social creatures. You don't want to be fat or broke or alone. You don't. You don't. I was thinking just about just about everybody in the world right now. And, and before, listen, first of all, thanks for being here. You guys don't have to be here. You don't have to listen to it. I, I'm sure there's a million other podcasts you could listen to and none of them are as good as this one. But I do know this, that if you want to change anything in your life, you have to reframe the way you're looking at it. And I think part of the issue now is the acceptance of less is tolerated. And I, I, like, you have to look at your life and we run our lives as we think they are, not as they are. And, and that costs us in, in so many ways. You can look at all kinds of things and use it. Like, think about examples, right? So if you're going to go do a workout, my wife and I go outside, we smash a workout and we do Fran, let's say, and it's a, a bunch of thrusters, 45 thrusters, 45 pull-ups as fast as possible. And when you're done, you're laying on the floor looking for pieces of your lung. Like it's brutal. Your heart is through the roof. Your respiration rate and, and heart rate, by the way, like I was saying, is through the roof. You feel like a bag of shit, to be honest. Sometimes I'm questioning right now even why we do that to ourselves. But it has a, it has, it's a means to an end. It's a means to be stronger, faster, more fit. And people will argue against that. Because they don't want to do what's required. So they frame it as, why would I punish myself like that when I could just go walk on a treadmill? Well, you can. There's nothing wrong with that. You can go for a walk outside. Nothing wrong with that. It extends your life. But it's, it's going against what someone else is doing and saying that what they're doing is wrong when they're both working towards health. I mean, that's a, another part of this conversation. But that same feeling with your heart banging in your chest and you're gasping for breath and you're struggling to move and you're panicky and you, you feel horrible. That happened at the dinner table. Your wife would call 911. Like you'd have an ambulance at your house. You'd be in the fucking hospital. It, it's how you frame it. That it's the event is still the same. If you felt that way. Now, listen, if that kicked in at the table, there'd be a problem, but it's like obese versus body positive. You're framing it the wrong way. And yeah, it's the wrong way. There's no such thing as being obese and it being a good thing. It's never a good thing. It's never a good thing. And the issue becomes your, your personal blueprint is what commands your perception in the moment, right? So whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're running in your head is how you're going to view everything, regardless of what it is. We can go out and do the same thing. I can sit in the ocean and I used to race dirt bikes. I could sit on a dirt bike. You could sit next to me. We're both revving up the throttle. There's a flat top. We used to call them Widowmakers when I was a kid in front of us that's 20 feet flat on the top, 20 feet down on the other side. And I'm going to hit this thing with everything I've got and see how high I can get. Do a tail whip, maybe a Superman. Have fun. You've never been on a dirt bike before and you're looking at this thing going, it's fucking terrifying. It is the same event, different perception. But that perception changes everything about you. It even changes your physiology, but it changes your mindset, your reactions, your actions, what you do, what you don't do. 
but you're in control of that. And we can get into the skill set. And if you don't have the skill to ride the bike and all that, but that's arguing the extremes on either end. I'm using it as an example. We can sit in the water and there can be a wave coming towards us. We're both on surfboards. For me, I'm going to go, this is fucking awesome. You're going to see that. You've never surfed before. You're going to shit your pants. Same event. How you frame an event and your perception of the event becomes the event. And the issue with that is, is people are changing the blueprint to tolerate more and they're willing to do less. Like the problem becomes when your, your habits, you know, like what's necessary, which is inherently almost always more difficult, right? If you're wondering why I'm looking down, I'm looking at this inherently always more difficult than, than what you're doing is given a negative blueprint. So the difficult things are just given a negative spin. So you never want to do them, but then you hunt for comfort, even though discomfort is where all the positive outcomes are going to be. So working out is hard. Making a million dollars is hard. Making your marriage work is hard. Raising children is hard. You know, there, everything has difficult, a difficult, you know, concept or everything has a, a difficult component to it. It doesn't matter. You still got to fucking do it if you need it. But the, the issue becomes now the blueprints, right? So we have toxic masculinity. We have body positive. We have body shaming. We have fat shaming. But all of these things are just frames of reference by people that are at the bottom going, I don't want to do the work to change where I'm at. So instead of doing what's required and looking at the people that are doing what I need to do, what's necessary to change my circumstances, and going, I need to do that. I need to emulate them. I need to copy them. I need to, I need to take the same actions as whatever they are doing to get to where they are. I look at them with disgust and hate and animosity and resentment and bitterness because I'm not willing to do the work and then punish those that are doing it. This has gotten so bad. Like, why would you ever want to be overweight? Why? Why would you ever want to be broke? Why would you want to be alone if you don't want to be like, why would anybody want to be alone anyway, unless it's just to clear your head? I love being with my wife. I love being with my family. Human beings are social creatures. You don't want to be fat or broke or alone. You don't. You don't. Just take the thousand foot view. Turn off all the hostility and the anger and the bitterness and everything that you're feeling attacked by. You don't want any of that. You don't. You don't want to be fat, broke, or alone. You just don't. What you want to do, though, is feel accepted and feel important. People will spend their entire life defending their need to feel important, their desire to feel important. Like getting offended is a reaction to yourself. It's not to what someone else is saying or doing. Being offended is a reaction to you and the blueprint you're running in your head and what you think should have happened in a situation. See, when you meet somebody, when something happens, when you watch something on TV, when you listen to something, it doesn't matter what it is. When an event occurs, you've already a have a preconceived notion about how you think that should turn out in your head. And when the blueprint of what occurred, what they said, what happened, what you listened to, what they did doesn't match the blueprint you have in your head, there's this dissonance. Well, now that's become offended. I'm, a, I'm offended because you hurt my feelings. Like you have this blueprint about every situation that crosses your path, but you, the blueprint isn't even going to help you. Like you, when you get upset, it's usually because, like I said, the blueprint didn't fucking match. Settling down because I'm trying not to get all irritated because it bothers me when you meet somebody 
and you have a conversation and you don't like what they're saying, that doesn't mean that you're being offended. They're not setting out to offend you. You guys don't, you guys have a blueprint mismatch. You can agree to disagree or you can sit there and go, why do you think that way? And have a healthy conversation. The ebb and flow of conversation is what Grant Cardone says. Sell or be sold. Somebody on one side of the equation is selling the other side, the, the person on the other side of that equation, and that happens back and forth. But now it's become an attack. Like you, if the blueprint didn't match and you're upset and you're pissed off and you're offended because you saw somebody that's fit, just expand that out to your current level of output. Just do that. You see someone that's fit and you're morbidly obese. Or you see someone that's rich and you're broke as fuck. Are your standards high? Could you do more? Do you know the consequences of your current actions? And the answer is always the same. Of course you do. Of course you do. When something exposes that, whether in an action or something someone said or what you see or what you listen to, it's holding a mirror up to you and you don't like what you see. That's why you get offended. And you know, it's the worst is you knew that beforehand. You knew. You're, you're not exposed to very much as much as you're made aware. You already know what you're doing wrong. You already know that you should be doing this and you should be doing that because they have a better consequence of action. But you're doing things where you know the consequence is negative and it actually reduces the quality of your life. It reduces your bank account, your money. It reduces your life, your happiness, your joy, your output, and even happiness and joy. They're terrible metrics for a quality of life, just so we're clear. But it, it reduces your health, your health. I'll give you $100 million right now, but I get to decide whether or not you die tomorrow. Would you take $100 million? And, and I'm sure right now there's some idiot that's like, yeah, I'd take it. And then I'd run and hide so you couldn't find some dumb bullshit that you're saying. Listen. Your health is worth more than any amount of money because without your health, you can't enjoy any amount of money. Get that through your fucking skull. It's, it's like I'm 50. I've been through hell in a hospital. There is no amount of money I wouldn't pay to be healthy. I will take somebody's worst day cancer-free every day of the week. And yet I see a lot of you guys complaining and whining about where you are by your own accord, looking to external circumstances to blame that for where you are yet. And then becoming offended about when somebody, when you see somebody having and doing all the things you want to have and do, but you're not doing the work and you're not changing your blueprint and you're not raising your standards and you're not holding yourself accountable. And when you see that it automatically holds you accountable to your inaction and you don't like it because you go, well, I'm still important. And so you defend that because you don't want to feel like it's your fault that you're where you are right now, but whether you're winning or losing, it's your fault. Like what I see happening a lot of the time are, are people's standards. They're, they're, they're just so low. People lower them every day. And I saw somebody make a post. The standards aren't that low. It's social media, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. Standards are low. Look at our schools. Look at our world. Look at our military. Look at our, our politics. Look at the, the acceptance of obesity and just miserable human beings. Look around. That's low standards. That if you're having a bad day, you're automatically depressed. Here's some medication. That's low standards. 
handle your shit. You're overweight. You hang around with other people that are overweight. So you don't feel bad. As long as you're the top of the overweight bunch, you're still winning. See the winning in, there's still a winner in the group of losers, but you ain't winning. You just make sure you don't compare yourself to the people at the top. Hey, When you have your standards set so low, normal seems like an impossibility. Like a lot of people look around to support their current psychology. <laughs> Actually, we all do, to be honest. However, the direction of that determines the actions you take, right? So if you are supporting going down, if you're supporting doing less, if you're supporting where you're at, you're actually gonna support further down the road so you feel better for where you're at. So if you are have a dad bod, you look for people that are worse so you feel like you still have a win. Like if you're pudgy, I just said this, like I said, if you're pudgy and you've got this dad bod, you start seeing more dad bods and think, oh, it's okay, I'm the best dad bod there is. You look at your environment for these close approximations to the win. And as long as you're close enough, that's support for where you're at except that support is in the wrong direction. Like you, you keep looking down, not up. So these approach, the, these approximations are in the wrong fucking direction, right? So all you, just so you can feel a win, you have an approximation in a direction that you don't want to go. You know, you don't want to go, you know, damn well, when the lights are out and you're laying in bed in the dark by yourself, you do not want that big fat belly. You do not want an empty bank account. You do not want to be there alone. You know, but you look for places in the environment and in the world around you, whether it's in social media or on television or in the world directly around you to support a win in the direction that you are heading, which is worse. You look to make sure that you're the best of the worst. Like, and by that time, when you, like when you keep doing this, you keep lowering your standards, you keep aiming lower and lower and lower until you're 300 pounds, you're broke, you're miserable, you're alone, and it's everybody else's fault. And normal looks like an act of God. It's like it's become so far removed from where you are. If you look at people and you tell them a million dollars is, it seems almost unrelatable to people when you say a million dollars a year, because when you make $30,000 a year, at first, it just becomes unfathomable to hit that. You're like 83,300 and change every month. I I don't make that in a year. And so that's what you start, you start doing. And it's this uncomfortable, it's, it's uncomfortable because it forces you to elevate your standard. If you want a million dollars a year, it's $83,000 plus a month. It's that simple. But people go, look at where I am. It's so far, even the monthly is so far from where I am right now. There's no way I can do that. And they start looking for support in a direction to stay at $32,000 a year. Like most people hide amongst those with similar or lower standards just to feel comfortable. It doesn't, they don't even care. They don't even like where they're at. Oh, let me back that up. They don't even like where they're at. They hide amongst the crowd of people that are even lower than them. So they feel better for where they are, even though where they, where they are, they know is low. Like it, it's not, it's not comfort that they're in actually. It's comparison because they go, well, compared to them, I'm still doing great. Yeah, but you're comparing yourself to people that you're guaranteed to beat. That's like getting on a soccer field against three-year-olds and, and you suck at soccer, but you're going to dominate and destroy these kids. That's not really a win. Lowering the bar so that you get a win is not a win. 
It's a lie. So you feel better for where you're at. You don't have to do the work. Listen, nobody's really offended. They're aware of their shortcomings that they don't like. They don't like how it feels. They're not offended. You're being made aware of where you are fucking up and know for a fact that you're doing it because of your action. You don't like it. It doesn't feel good. So you either hide, lie, or get pissed off about it and say, I'm so offended. Let me create a group. Like 30 years ago, someone just called you out for being fat, said fucking work on it, and then they gave you the solution. This has turned into a podcast about being fat, but it's not like this episode. Nobody wants to be at the bottom. Here's the issue. Now the ones that were the weakest alone have such a huge population that when they get exposed to what they know damn well they want, they say, cancel that because it hurts their little feelings. Think about that again. The ones that are at the bottom have such a, they've, they've amassed such a huge population that when they are forced to see what they want that they've quit on or they're not willing to do the work to acquire, instead of doing that work, they band together and cancel it so they just don't have to see it. Once something that makes you aware of a problem gets removed, the problem's still there, motherfucker. Listen, just because you don't see yourself in a mirror when you're 300 pounds doesn't mean you're not 300 pounds. Just because nobody reminds you that you're broke and you can't pay your bills at the end of the month doesn't change the fact that you're broke. You're just not aware of it. But that awareness is what gives you the power to change and move up. You guys, are, you guys are aiming fucking down in an effort to make yourself feel better for where you are instead of going, I don't like where I'm at. I need to move up. Like if you ignore phone calls from a bank telling you that you have a negative balance, it doesn't change your negative balance. Like what are you going to cancel the fucking bank? You're going to cancel fit people because they make you aware of the fact that you're overweight. You're going to cancel married people. Now think about what I just said, because it just kind of hit me. So they're destroying the family unit. They're destroying fitness and masculinity. And they're destroying finances. I'll just leave you with that. Listen, if Victoria's Secret models or, or swimsuit models, and I'm sure somebody's going to go off about, they're too skinny, they shouldn't do that, it's exploitation of women, some bullshit like that. Listen, if they were all of a sudden obese, which now they are, Obesity is still there. It doesn't change obesity. There's still a problem, except now the awareness and the solutions are all vilified by the ones who need it the most. Like obesity doesn't go away. Being fat, like if you're a big fat fuck, it doesn't go away because you don't see it. That's this ostrich mentality. You, you shove your head in the sand and go, well, fuck, nobody can see. I can't see them, so they can't see me. Situations don't change by closing your eyes. What happens when you close your eyes is normal situations or uncomfortable situations become catastrophes. And the, the issue is what's born from all of this are these easy, like, you, you look around, look around. This is what's being born from this mindset. Get rich quick, get fit quick, get laid quick, no work, no output, Nothing required, just instantaneous results that never actually occur. It's just a bunch of snake oil salesmen anyway. 
listen, you join my program, my business coaching program to either be an online fitness coach or just an online business in general. I have dozens of just online businesses, all kinds of them that I'm coaching. It's a year. I'm not coaching you for less than a year. Do you have a shorter program? No. Why? Because it took me a year to get to a million dollars. I know I work harder than most people. And I'm willing to take it further than most people, which means you're going to probably struggle. I'll give you all the answers. Most people go against the grain because they go, yeah, but that's a lot of work. I, I can't. I have to do this, this, and this. No, you don't. You don't want to do the work. It's just like my fitness program. It's now a year. If you can't give me a year of your life, one hour a day, you're not going to join my fitness program. My fitness program is a year. It's got non-negotiable components and it's expensive. Because I don't want somebody for $39 a month because you're not going to take your health seriously. I'll tell you right now, the person that spends for the most part $200,000 on a car takes better care of their car than the person that spends 10 grand on their car. Which one is going to have the happy meal in the back? You can argue all you want. I'm sure you'll find all kinds of examples to support your case, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm right. So the problem is because of this low standard, low barrier to entry, cancel culture, weak, simpy mindset, the get rich quick, the get fit quick, the get laid quick promises, these lies, they're all there to sell a feeling. And the feeling is that there's just got to be an easier way, right? I'm going to tell you right now, the easier way, whether you like it or not, is, is all of the things that you don't want to do, all of the hard things that you don't want to do. Like, yeah. When people get motivated, here's why they quit. When people get motivated, this is why they quit. Because they look at the people on the top and they compare to where they are to the top dogs. People look around and they go, well, look, he's fit, he's rich, he's strong, he's got a great life, he's got a great marriage. And they look at where they're at and they go, it's just so far. Except the top, these, the top dogs, they have the money, the body, the marriage, the business, the cars, the houses, the mansions, whatever it is. They have all the stuff that you want. So while you sit with your bucket of chicken, and your G-Shock watch, you look at the finish line and think it must be nice. And then your brain starts filling in all the blanks going, yeah, well, it's easy for them. Because the snapshot in time is right fucking now. Where they're at right now. What you should do is actually look at everything they had to do to get there. All the struggles, all the hardships, all the shitty things that they hated just as much as you, but did in spite of. Look at that instead and how long it took. Because what people do is they see the end result and they go, well, must be nice. Guy's driving, he's got seven Bugattis in his garage and he's got nine houses scattered all over the world, you know, and he has all these crazy watches and a beautiful marriage and all these great kids and a private jet, except it took him or her 10 years to get there. And at the beginning, they had nothing. They just didn't want to stay there and they didn't like the feeling of having nothing. And they disliked where they were more than 
any amount of work, they ha- any amount of sacrifice that they had to do to get to where they are. Everybody can be rich. Everybody can be fit. Everybody can have a great marriage. Everybody can have a business. Everybody can have a great life. Everybody can have everything they want. When you raise your standards and you refuse to accept where you are and you refuse to compare yourself to the bottom. See, everything that, like everything that you've got to do to get to where somebody is that you look, everything that you've got to do to get to where a top dog is are all the things that they had to do to get there. And most people cover that with disbelief. But what they're really doing is they're covering up their own laziness because they go, there's no way. There's no way that, that, that they had to do that. They had it easy. They had a better coach. They had a better basketball court. They had better parents. They had a nicer car. They had a better environment. Somewhere right now, there's somebody in a third world country that can dunk the fuck out of any basketball player right now. And they're watching it on a shitty little TV with rabbit ear antennas looking at people in the NBA going, oh, they're so bad. There's somebody out there right now that has so much money that they look at Elon Musk, that they look at Elon Musk and they go, dude, that's like pocket money from you, man. You have got to look at where you are in your own mirror, not the mirror of the group. Because usually the group you're in is the one that's keeping you where you're at. Like the group is made up of what supports you currently. Like think about that. The group is made up of all the things, all the people, all the ideologies and everything that you want to have, all the dogma to support where you're at right now. That's not going to help you, right? Like how is that going to help you get to where you want to go? It's not. In fact, it's going to keep you where you are and it's going to make you feel angry and jealous and envious and pissed off when you see people with everything that you want in your life. It's okay to have all kinds of shit that you want in your life. Even that is punished in the world right now. When you're fit, you're punished. When you're rich, you're punished. When you have a great relationship, you're punished. How is any of that negative? It's not. It's that the people that don't have it have labeled it as negative so they feel better about where they are. Don't fucking be one of them. The shit you want, you need to go after. Like by by looking at you, just you, you have to ask yourself, like, what does my blueprint like need to look like? What is what is my mindset? What is my framework about my life need to look like to upgrade that person? What I mean by that is you look in the mirror and you go, what does my life have to look like? What does my mindset have to look like? What does my blueprint have to look like to upgrade that person right there in the mirror, that fucking person, not the group, not a comparison, not looking at the top dog, not looking at the bottom, the person in the mirror. Because comparing to the bottom keeps you content with where you are. Comparing to the top makes you bitter about where you're not. There's no hack. There's no gimmick. There's no secret food or workout or something from the Himalayas or magic diet, no keto, no carnivore, nothing, nothing. I do intermittent fasting because I like intermittent fasting because I like how it feels. I'm fasting right now. It is 1225. I'm going to eat at about two o'clock. I don't feel hungry at all. I feel great. But that works for me. That doesn't mean you have to do it. But I know this. If you look at the top performers 
with the most athleticism, the, the most fit bodies, the most power, the healthiest machines that they carry themselves around in, their bodies, they're eating pretty much all the same. Yet people come up with these gimmicks going, nah, if you do this, it's better. No, if you do that, it's better. It's for, it's for money. Eating's not hard. Nobody has some fancy diet that they require. Nobody has a blood diet. Nobody has a, a celiac disease diet or a Crohn's disease diet or a carnivore diet or a keto diet. Those are all manufactured based on symptoms. Human beings are the only creatures on the planet that have forgotten how to eat. And I'm sure I'll get all kinds of people giving me all kinds of validation, just like this crazy lady that's like, oh, a carb addict would like, get the fuck. If you're listening to this, you're fucking stupid. You're stupid. There's no such thing as a carb addiction. There's learned helplessness and they're not the same. Like, People think that there's a secret way to get to where the top dogs are. And that's why they don't even do all the hard shit that's right in front of them. That they know they know they need to do it. You know, if you got to work out, you got to work out. There's no secret workout that's going to get you ripped up in two days. There's no secret money hack that's going to put a million dollars in your bank coming from some prince in Nigeria. But that disbelief is used to cover up the laziness that people have about doing the actual work that the top dogs have done to get to where they are. Nah, there's no way. It can't be that. There's got to be a secret way. There's something they're, they're, they're doing that they're not telling me. It's to cover that laziness. And you've picked that up on the way down. You were not born lazy. You were not born lazy. You weren't. No toddler is lazy. Parents train them to be lazy. No toddler is fat. No toddler is fat. Mommy or daddy goes, oh, but I just want little Tommy to just like giggle and I want to give him cookies and make him all fat and chubby. Look at his chubby cheeks. He looks so great. He's five and morbidly obese. That's child abuse. Personally, fuck you. You're hurting a human being for your own feelings and that's your child. I don't have sympathy for you. Get mad. I don't care. You know I'm right. The only reason you're mad is because you know I'm right. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, little Tommy is seven and he's fat. It's not my fault. Look in the mirror. I bet you're fat. I bet you're fat. And if you're not, you want little Tommy to like you and you think food is going to be the answer until Tommy turns 20 and goes, my parents gave me all kinds of terrible habits. They fed me food anytime I cried. So now every time I'm, I get upset, my reflex, because my blueprint says, well, when I'm upset, I need to eat. You are responsible. Do better. You learn all the laziest habits in the world on the way down. You catch them like a disease. They're not taught. They're caught. The same thing on the way up. You catch high standards on the way up because the people that you meet on the way up have higher standards than you do right now. That's why they're above where you're at. Which direction are you going to go? Your job is to aim up. Your job is to outdo yesterday. People go, well, that's a terrible mindset. That's, that's this weird alpha. No, it's not. It's just going, I'm going to do better than yesterday. I'm going to leave people better than I left them yesterday. I'm going to give more than I gave yesterday. I'm going to lift more. I'm going to do more. I'm going to love more. I'm going to earn more. Why the fuck would you not want to be more than yesterday? Nobody goes to bed every night and goes, how do I wake up tomorrow and be less? 
When you wonder if you should spend the money or not, ask yourself this. Are you going to get up tomorrow and make less money? If the answer is no, it damn well better be fucking no. But if it's like, well, I don't know, reevaluate what you do for a living. Are you going to go to the gym and, and do less? I can't count the number of times that I've gone out to our studio and I've hated the workout from cover to cover. I'm going to start posting all my workouts on YouTube, by the way, full. Everything, all the nonsense in the middle, it's going to be probably the most boring fucking video ever because I'm going to have me walking around, me slapping my wife's ass once in a while, changing weights, warming up, but you'll see exactly how long I really work out. I have people nonstop. These guys spend all day in the gym. They live in this your restricted nightmare shitty diet. They never get to enjoy their life. They, they, they base their entire life on the gym and their entire self-worth is based on their body. Nothing could be further from the truth. You know what I love about being jacked and athletic as fuck is that I can do all kinds of cool things and I don't get hurt doing it. Some of you guys, you're so unhealthy and so unathletic that you get hurt getting off the toilet. That was your choice and you get mad. You're, right now you hear this and you're pissed off. But I'm trying to help you going change the way you frame everything in your world, change the blueprint that you have about what you're being presented with, change the blueprint to match what you want, change the conversations you have with yourself when you look in the mirror. Because right now your conversations are telling you that you should be angry at success in others, you should be angry at fitness and athleticism in others, you should be angry at the car, the jewelry, the life the mindset, the relationship, the kids. You should be angry at everything that you want because you caught that on the way down from people that think just like that. Look around your circle. Nobody in your circle is having conversations with themselves to lift them up. Why would they have that conversation with you if they can't even have it with themselves? It takes an hour a day to work out. We train an hour a day. I timed my workout the other day. It was 54 minutes from start to finish with warming up and moving weights and even pulling my car into the garage. 54 minutes. It takes an hour a day to work out every day. If you're not working out every day, I, I, you need to. It's not about a rest day. Just change what you're doing every day. If you do squats every day, well, you're just fucking stupid. Fire your trainer or read more about how to train properly. But when people go, ah, oh, you got to have a rest day where you do nothing. Wrong. That's like saying I need a rest day from my business. Do you not want to make money every day? Because if you ask the same person who's working out justifying they need a rest day because they're fat and sloppy, ask that same person if they'd like to have $100 deposited into their bank account, $1,000 deposited into their bank account every day. They're not going to say no. They're going to say, fuck yeah. So would you be willing to do what's required to get $1,000 a day deposited into your bank account every day? No rest day? Yeah. Do you want a rest day from that $1,000? Saturdays and Sundays, you should take a rest day. You should not get $1,000 Saturdays and Sundays, right? None of them are going to agree. None of them. So why do you think you even, why do you think you deserve a rest day when you're given the gift of health? When you move more, you hurt less. The problem is the beginning when you have to move for the first time, you got to get up for the first time. It hurts like hell. People don't want to do it. And all their friends cluster around and go, yeah, you don't have to. You should have a rest day. 
you shouldn't hurt when you work out. You're right. You shouldn't hurt when you work out. I cripple myself when I work out. That's how I train. So does my wife. We train like athletes. That's okay. You don't have to train like that. It doesn't make your training worse than mine. But if you want to look like me, if you want to move like me, if you want to look like my wife, if you want to move like my wife, if you want to drive the cars we have, if you want to live in the mansion that we live in, if you want to have the watches that we have, if you want to have the life we have, if you want to have the kids that we have, you have to do every single fucking thing that we do, not some of it, all of it. So if right now you're arguing in your head going, well, I only want some of that, then you will only get some of that. I only want to do some of the work, then you will only get some of the results and the ratio is way off. If you do some of the work, you get very, very little results. It's that 80-20 rule. 20% of what you do creates 80% of your results. But when you only do some of the work, you're sitting in that 80%, you're only going to get 20% of the results. You have to be willing to, to refuse to accept where you're at if you don't like it and not force yourself to accept where you're at because everybody else around you is like that. Change your circle, change your conversations, change your life. Commit to the things that are required in order to get the life that you desire. It takes an hour a day to work out. It takes hours and hours a day to get rich. It takes hours of life to have a meaningful, deep, connected marriage. It takes resolving in advance. This is what it takes right here. It takes resolving in advance for one, that you refuse to accept where you're at. And two, that you never miss on the way up. That's all it takes. If you want to have anything in your life, it takes those two things. And if you can't do those things, then you can't complain about where you are with any validity. In fact, you shouldn't complain anyway. Dale Carnegie never condemned, criticized, or complained. But you've got nothing to complain about if it's a product of your own actions or your own inactions. If it's a product of believing in your circle and your circle doesn't have the life you want, why are you listening to them? And looking at the top dogs going, well, I want everything they have, which is 99% of the people on this call or on this, uh, on this podcast, hating on where they're at or looking at it and going, well, I can't do that. You're comparing where you are to where they are instead of all the things they had to do to get there. Look at all the shit that you hate, that you don't want to do, all the things that you can't stand, the stuff you're just like, fuck, I don't want to do any of this stuff. All of that, they had to do to get to where they are. See, like everybody inside, like everybody knows, man. You don't want to be fat. You don't want to be broke. You don't want to be alone unless it's by decision. Changing all of that. Changing all of that. Being broke. Changing being broke. Changing being fat into being fit. Changing being alone into some amazing marriage or relationship. You have to change your blueprint that you run in your head and the action you take when you meet somebody with a blueprint that doesn't match yours instead of being offended and defending your importance. And you have to change your conversations with yourself in the mirror. You want to lose the weight, you have to start talking to yourself differently. You want to be rich, you have to start talking to yourself differently. And a lot of people go, well, it's not that simple. It's not simple at all. In fact, you're going to have the worst conversations in the world with yourself until you don't. And then all you're going to do is tell yourself what you want to happen and then you're going to fucking do it. But great habits and high standards are caught on the way up, looking at people and emulating people that have great habits and high standards. Nobody wants to be fat, I'll tell you that.
Nobody. I got to go. Peace out.